Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I'm going to tell you many reasons why I think that the internal revolution has started. So here's the basis. In February of 1988, I was teaching a Sunday school class on Bible prophecy. Not that I was an expert, but I figured we could learn together. After the class, a lady came up and handed me an audio tape and said, I think you'll be interested in this. So I listened to it on the way home. Now, I had just finished teaching that I thought that Revelation 18 and Jeremiah 15, 51 had to be America. It had to be. And on the tape was the testimony of Dmitry Dudman. Now, he was a Romanian pastor, and he smuggled Bibles into Romania and Russia for some 30 years. In the process, he was, at many times, the angel Gabriel would come to him and tell him how to smuggle the Bibles, how to get them through. Meet this guy here, turn here, don't go there, and protected him. But one day, he got arrested. They put him through five months of torture, I think it was a test from God because he was going to bless him greatly with many souls by telling him the future, the fall of America. So he went through five months of torture, culminating in them putting him on the electric chair twice. As he's on the electric chair, the electricity is going through him. He thinks he's about to die, but the whole room lights up with white light. And there's the angel Gabriel. He says, don't worry, you're not going to die. Plead the blood of Jesus. So he started saying, Sengula Louis Seuss, Sengula Louis Seuss, which is Romanian for the blood of Jesus. He woke up on the floor. They were pouring water on him, slapping him around. And the angel had told him, as the electricity is going through him, that he's going to America to give them a message from God, a warning from God. So the angel came to him again, said, you have four more years to carry Bibles. They will follow you step by step, but I'm going to blind their eyes. They won't be able to catch you. They're going to kick you out of your country. You're going to America to give them a warning from God. Sure enough, it all came to pass. When he arrived in America, the angel Gabriel came to him again and said, get beside me. And he took and showed him all of California and Las Vegas, New York and Florida. He said, all of this is Sodom and Gomorrah. All of this will burn. He said, how will it burn? America is so powerful. He said the fall, now listen carefully, the fall of America will start with an internal revolution. Started by the communists. Some of the people will start fighting against the government. The government will be busy with internal problems. Then from the oceans, Russia, Cuba, Nicaragua, Central America, Mexico, and two of the countries will attack and defeat America in one day. So great riches will come to naught. Then God will raise up China, Japan, and many of the nations. They'll go against the Russians. They'll defeat the Russians. They'll back the Russians to the gates of Paris where they make a peace treaty, but they make the Russians their leader. I think that's where they form a world government. Then all the world goes down to attack Israel. Israel can't counter the help of the Jews in America, so she cries for Messiah. Messiah returns on the clouds and defeats the armies of the earth. April fifteenth, two 2002. My wife was given several points to a prophecy, which I'm going to summarize very quickly. Arafat will go into the hospital and die there. Two years later, it was fulfilled. Israel will give the Palestinians a state. It'll be a temporary measure to allow the Israelis time to strengthen their military. Oil will be discovered in Israel. The oil will make the Jews willing to fight for the land. Israel and America will go against most of the rest of the Arab world. January 22 of 06, God spoke to her again and gave her seven signs to watch for leading to the fall of America. We believe that six of the seven are newspaper headlines, and I had this confirmed to me. I won't go into that or explain that at the time. And this is the order I believe they will be fulfilled in. 
Omer ushers in Palestinian state. Catastrophe hits America. One of America's greatest times of need. Israel refuses help to America. Israel is attacked. America sends troops. Chaos reigns as Americans protest help to Israel. Then she heard my voice quoting the angel that spoke to Dimitri. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Now, what I'm going to do today, I'm going to play you proof after proof after proof after proof to the first part of the prophecy, and that is the fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. Just that part. There's more to the prophecy, obviously, but that's what we want to look at today. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. If I introduce these, I won't have time to get them all in, so this is just going to be proof after proof. Last Friday, White House Press Secretary Sarah Huckabee Sanders and her family were forced to leave a restaurant in Virginia because the owner didn't like their politics. Sanders and her husband went home, but the rest of their family went to another restaurant. That wasn't good enough. They had committed the sin of being related to someone who works at the White House. So progressives continued to harangue them as they tried to eat. This is happening in a lot of places to a lot of people. Protesters, for example, have massed outside the home of White House aide Stephen Miller. In case their intentions weren't clear enough, they put up mock wanted posters with Miller's face on them. A DHS employee, meanwhile, found a burned, decapitated animal carcass on his front porch. Again, the message is crystal clear. Activists on the left are moving toward violence. They are aware of this, and some applaud it. A piece yesterday in Splinter News, which is owned by Univision, explained that intimidating Trump supporters in public places is, quote, just the minimum baseline here. This is all going to get more extreme, and it should, end quote. How extreme? Well, the article fondly recalls the domestic terror bombings of the 1970s, thousands a year in America. That's our future, the article says. Unfortunately, we're headed there fast. Over the weekend in Los Angeles, Congressman Maxine Waters urged the mob to hunt down and find members of the president's cabinet. Here's part of it. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Already, you have members of your cabinet uh, that have been booed out of restaurants. Who have protesters taking up at their house. Who sang, no peace, no sleep. No peace, no sleep. Let's stay the course. Let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Maxine Waters isn't just any member of Congress. The Daily Beast calls her, quote, a folk hero. BuzzFeed describes her as the unchallenged new face of the Democratic Party, and indeed she is. She's also a self-described civil rights leader, which makes it a little weird to see her demanding that certain people be denied public accommodations. Sorry, we don't serve your kind at the lunch counter. That's exactly what she is saying, and she said it again yesterday. I stand by my speech in saying that the protests have already started. They're probably going to continue. The message of all this is clear. The left no longer considers its political opponents fellow citizens or even human. How long before they start openly calling for something bad to happen to those opponents? Well, in the case of Maxine Waters, it won't be the first time. In 1992, Waters cheered as racist mobs burned Los Angeles. As she put it at the time, riot is the voice of the unheard. 
when Reginald Denny was dragged from his truck and nearly murdered for the color of his skin, beaten in the head with a cinder block on camera, Waters championed his attackers. She partied with them after their trial. Maxine Waters has a record of endorsing mob violence. Everyone in Washington knows that. Democrats don't care. To his credit, Chuck Schumer did call Waters' most recent remarks, quote, not American. Good for him. But hardly anyone else said anything. Nancy Pelosi blamed Donald Trump for what Waters said. That was a theme. Stop hitting me, they said as they threw the first punch. I feel that we are in pre-Nazi Germany. The, the stages of things that are occurring on a daily basis, the obfuscation, the lies, the totalitarian behavior is shocking and horrendous. And we have to be vigilant. They follow the exact pattern that Hitler has. He is evil. He is evil. And the thing is, I thought, I'll come in and he won't really know because he's not that smart. He doesn't, you know, he'll just do a showmanship thing. But he's evil. This is about racism. This is pure and simple racism. That's all this is. The people who support him are frightened to death of this country becoming the browning of America. Something interesting has happened. As progressives become more authoritarian and less tolerant, they seem more convinced that they're fighting actual Nazis rather than their fellow Americans with whom in the scheme of things they have only relatively mild political differences. The more they accuse the administration of extremism, the more extreme they become. And that's not surprising, because once you decide that the people who disagree with you are Nazis, everything is allowed. Why wouldn't you threaten them in restaurants or burn their houses down or who knows? This could very well end in tragedy. You start talking like this and you don't know where it's going to go. Some progressives seem to welcome all that. Quentin James, who's the head of a political action committee that supports Democrats, recently announced that those calling for calm are, quote, accomplices of the current administration. Accomplices? This is the language of total war. It's scary. It has no place in politics. We're heading towards something awful. And the only people who can stop it are the adults on the left. And there are still some. Democratic members of Congress, entertainment figures, religious leaders, media chieftains like Jeff Zucker at CNN or Andy Lack at NBC. They're silent now, cowering and complicit in all of this. But the country badly needs them to cool the rhetoric and rein in the mob. No more Nazi talk on their TV channels. No more screaming at people in restaurants. There's a point of no return, and we are approaching it, and we need their help to pull back. So I say, when they go low, we hit harder. Can I ask about the economy? Because this economy is going pretty well. We have to, what? Why, why is that funny? It is going well for now. For now, right. That's my thank you. That's my question. <laughs> is like the, I feel like the bottom has to fall out at some point. And by the way, I'm hoping for it because I think one way you get rid of Trump is a crashing economy. Yeah. So please bring on the recession. Yeah. Sorry if that hurts people, but it's either root for a recession or you lose your democracy. Those very dishonest people back there, the fake news. Very dishonest. They would have said he's exaggerating. You cannot be civil with a political party that wants to destroy what you stand for, what you care about. That's why I believe if we are fortunate enough to win back the House and or the Senate, that's when civility can start again. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? 
want to clarify, I'm not an actor. <laughs> I lie for a living. Just like Donald. However, it's been a while. And maybe it's time. Yes, I'm angry. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. The fall of America will start with an internal revolution started by the communists. You have members of your cabinet uh, that have been booed out of restaurants. Who have protesters taking up at their house. Who sang no peace, no sleep. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. Florida Governor Rick Scott booed at a restaurant. Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi joins us now to talk about this. Thank you so much for being with Thanks. us. Thanks. Good morning. Tell us what happened. Well, what you're seeing is the aftermath. We were at a movie. My boyfriend and I were in line to get tickets. And it's Mr. Rogers. The irony of that is... A documentary about his life. About his life and about how he's anti-bullying and kindness and respect each other's views. And a woman approaches me in the ticket line and, and starts screaming that I was personally ripping babies out of the arms of mothers and they were videoing me and I said I'm glad you're videoing this because I've never agreed with separating the mothers and the babies and I said Congress has to act on this matter and they said no it's you these babies are being kept and then because I was talking normally to them they didn't know what to do so then three huge guys came up and started probably an inch from my face, screaming at me every word in the book, cursing as loud as they could. Uh, so then a trooper, my trooper came up and my boyfriend and I got our tickets, were headed in, and then they ran in and circled me where I could not get into the theater. They stopped me. Um, so he came up then and stopped them. So then we went in the theater, thought it was diffused, were up getting popcorn at the concession stand, and they came up again, just every curse word in the book, and they said to him, hey, blue eyes, come on, aren't you going to protect her? Using oh, a lot of, ex- you know, a lot mm-hmm. of other words, too. Mm-hmm. Aren't you going to protect her? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And they're this far from my face. One spit on my head. Now, I can't say that was intentional because he was yelling so loud. I don't know mm-hmm. if it was just him spewing out of his mouth. But how with, did you restrain yourself? Because you want to you want to fight back, probably. But your boyfriend, when they're saying that to your boyfriend, how did he? Oh, he reacted so calmly. He he didn't. He was. I mean, he was shaking. What and were you saying to him I, to prevent I just, him from I didn't throwing even, a punch? I didn't make eye contact with them, Ainsley. I turned to him and I kept saying, "This is what they want. Yeah. This is what they want. They want you to hit them." And I mean, they they were literally this close. And to what my do you face. make of Maxine Waters and, saying we need to continue this well, if you don't and, agree with? You know the what? She needs to come out. If, if she wants people to protest, that's one thing. But. To continue this, they're inciting violence. It's, it's not just yelling at someone and cursing at someone in a public place. They were trying to create a fight. 
So then we went into the movie, and I said, I'm not going to leave. By then, there were marked units everywhere. And so after the movie, they said, do you want to go out the back door? And I said, no way. I'm not going to be bullied by them. Mm-hmm. We're walking out the door that we came in. So then that's the video we saw. And you walk out, and you can hear the lady screaming. And that's the aftermath. And the, the irony is that they didn't even know who their, their congressman was. Um, but after the fact, they had two hours to rally troops and start reading mm-hmm. all these issues. And so that's when they started yelling that. But I can protect myself. Um, and now I've... I've educated um, the people I'm with how to act when this happens. You know, he, he, he didn't know what to do. And well, they're, they're preaching tolerance, but then screaming intolerance in exactly. your face. So now, I mean, are you tempted to wear sunglasses and a baseball hat and put your hair up? And do you even want to be recognized now? Uh, well, I try that. It doesn't work. But, but you know, it's, no, I'm not going to change my life. That's what they want. And since this video, a state senator and a state rep, both women, have called me. They have been confronted. Have you noticed the they're just way. targeting women? Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, that's what I've seen. Because they're bullies, and I'm not going to be bullied. All right. Well, thank you for being with us. I'm glad you're safe. Thank you. You're welcome. Safe. I'm going to rape your daughter, and I'm going to kill your family, and the devil's going to burn you, and he's going to kill you, and I'm going to kill you, and the devil's going to burn you. You're going to burn in the passionate flames of hell. You're going to fall through hell while I open you up with my pick, and then I'm going to stick my little tiny pick in your f***ing daughter, be safe, bitch. It's been very difficult. I've had the honor of serving in the Senate for nearly 22 years, and this is as ugly a situation as I've ever seen during that time. I have had to have security because of threats against me and family members and staffers, and this has been unlike anything I've ever been through. People are tweeting out to her, I won't mourn your death. I hope someone kills you. You should kill your horrible self. I want to punch oh. Susan Collins in the face. And I hope she dies a long, slow, horrible death. Unbelievable. Uh, they've gone pretty low, but will they try to go lower? Well, look at this headline from the New York Times. On the left, find more radical ways to fight Kavanaugh. And it's not just the activists. Listen to the senator from the great state of Hawaii who was reacting after uh, to the fact that a number of Republicans and people on the political right have been chased down all over the place including restaurants. I think that it just means that there are a lot of people who are very very much uh, um, motivated by what is going on because what what happened with uh, Judge Kavanaugh is from the very beginning this was not a fair process. Was it going after people at restaurants stopped? Well this is what happens you know because when you look at white supremacists and all of that, this is what's coming forth in our country. There's a tremendous divisiveness in our country, but this is the kind of activism that occurs, and people make their own decisions. If they violate the law, then they have to account for that. She never denounced some of these dirty tricks and awful tactics. This has been unlike anything I've ever been through. This is what's coming forth in our country. There's a tremendous divisiveness. Pigs in a blanket, fry like bacon. Pigs in a blanket, fry like bacon. Our movement is about replacing a failed and corrupt political establishment with a new government controlled by you, the American people. The Washington establishment 
and the financial and media corporations that fund it exists for only one reason, to protect and enrich itself. We believe survivors. Senator, I have a right to know what your position is on Brett Kavanaugh. We believe survivors. God bless you, ma'am. Bless you as well. I really appreciate you. I'm a survivor of sexual assault, ma'am. I believe all survivors. There are now three people who have come forward and who have said that Brett Kavanaugh has attacked them. I know that you're close friends with him. We Could you talk to him about that? We Can you talk survivors. to him about his position? We believe survivors. 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 In some cases, it certainly is. I saw a few people trying to actually say that a mob did not drive Ted Cruz out of a restaurant. I watched that video. He was quite literally surrounded and separated from his wife in a Washington, D.C. restaurant. I've seen members unable to get into elevators, members who are unable to get into their cars without being accosted. It's a terrible time here in D.C. And part of the part of the real scandal here is that they are not receiving any real critical coverage. And in many in many cases, they're actually receiving positive coverage, which only emboldens them. Guess who's perpetuating all of these kinds of ac actions? It's the men in this country. And I just want to say to the men of this country, just shut up and step up. Do the right thing for a change. You said, I just want the men in this country to shut up and step up and do the right thing for a change. Can you expound on that, what you meant? This kind of uh, behavior, who's perpetuating all of these kinds of ac actions? It's the men in this country, and I just want to say to the men in this country, just shut up and step up. Do the right thing for a change. You said, I just want the men in this country to shut up and step up and do the right thing for a change. Can you expound on that, what you meant? This kind of uh, behavior, sexual harassment, sexual assault, have been go has been going on for, as I have said in the past, time immemorial. It's not just something for the women in this country to care about. It's for all of us. That's why I've said to the men, just shut up and step up. And you know what? For the men who are offended by this, you should ask yourself, why are you offended by this? Why don't you ask yourself, what about this that offends you? We should all be holding together. We should all be treating each other like human beings. It's about time. It's not just for the women to bear this burden continuously. And guess what? The people who are usually perpetuating this kind of behavior, who are acting this way, are the men. That's why I said, you know what, face up, step up. It will start with an internal revolution in America started by the communists.
Many by now have heard that I was asked to leave a restaurant this weekend where I attempted to have dinner with my family. My husband and I politely left and went home. I was asked to leave because I work for President Trump. We are allowed to disagree, but we should be able to do so freely and without fear of harm. And this goes for all people, regardless of politics. Some have chosen to push hate and vandalism against the restaurant that I was asked to leave from. A Hollywood actor publicly encouraged people to kidnap my children. And this weekend, a member of Congress called for people to push back and make clear to those serving their country in this administration that they are not welcome anywhere, anytime, for anything. Healthy debate on ideas and political philosophy is important. But the calls for harassment and push for any Trump supporter to avoid the public is unacceptable. Former Arkansas Governor Mike Huckabee, the harassment did not end there. Listen to what he says. Once Sarah and her family uh, left, and of course Sarah was asked to please vacate, Sarah and her husband just went home. They, they had sort of had enough. But the rest of her family um, went across the street to a different restaurant. The owner of the Red Hen, because nobody's told this, then followed them across the street called people and organized a protest yelling and screaming at them from outside the other restaurant and creating this scene. I think there's no question that we've got to critically re-examine ICE and its role and the way that it is being administered and the work it is doing and we need to probably think about starting from scratch. I think we need to abolish ICE, that seems really clear. They have strayed so far from the interests of the American people and the interests of humanity. Uh, we, need to, we need to abolish it. Eliminating ICE for instance, and President yes, Trump. Yes. ICE isn't doing what it was created to do. It's being used as his own personal uh, police force, and in those actions, it's actually making us uh, less safe. They have no emergency break on their behavior either. Remember, the essence of conservatism is an adherence to God-given rights. There's a moral emergency break on your behavior. There's none of that for liberalism. I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking about the Listen, radical I, left. I'm thinking these about are, these be, I'm very worried about these people. If the Democrats do not retake the House, I think Washington may be uninhabitable for a while. I, I think we haven't seen the meltdown that is going to happen among many elected Democrats. That They are so, so certain they're going to win this. They've already banked on the win. They're already planning to impeach Kavanaugh and Trump. And if that doesn't happen, I don't think, I, I really think they may lose it all. And very quickly. One more. Well, I think it's very dangerous to hear Eric Holder say when they go low kick them. And you put that in context with Hillary Clinton saying we can't be civil with Republicans. Maxine Waters saying if you see Republican cabinet members, go form a crowd around them. Tell them they're not welcome here. Cory Booker saying get in their face. Listen, we know passions are high in this country. Tensions are high. But when you have leaders of the Democrat Party escalating that. For 30 years now, I have been trying to to get the message out. I started by typing up Dimitri Dudeman's testimony. I went down and spent my own money to have a bunch of them. I mean, boxes and boxes of them printed up. I have been handing them around. And then I believe God looked down and said, hey, you know what? This boy actually believes what I said. So I'm going to give him a voice. And a microphone was handed to me, meaning a radio program. So for 30 years, I've been doing my best to try to tell America about this problem. Are they listening? Absolutely not. Here we are 
ought to be on hundreds and hundreds of radio and TV stations all across America. And how you doing, Stan? We're on one radio station. 25 years of trying to tell America, and we're on one 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 radio station and frankly it's sometimes hard most of the time it's hard paying that bill why because americans don't believe it i believe you stan i'm gonna get behind you i'm gonna help you i'm gonna support you so i'm asking you i'm not trying to criticize matter of fact you're the ones that are doing it right you're the ones that are still following us 25 years of being on radio and tv and in my opinion i would say i am a failure Maybe it's not I. Maybe it's the message of failure. Or maybe it's not the message. Maybe it is America. So if you can help Prophecy Club, now would be a really good time. Bills are due. Frankly, we don't have the money. People don't like what I say, but I have to keep saying it. If you love what we're saying and doing, if you can help, would you please pray about helping us? Thank you for listening. Thank you for your prayers. And thank you for your gifts of support. God bless you.